0: The laws of Bahar begin with the laws of the Shemitah year. Hashem instructs Moshe to speak to the Jewish people and teach them its laws. The verse continues and says, When you come to the land of Israel, the land should rest a Sabbath to God. You may work your field for six years and gather its produce, but in the seventh year, the land should have a complete rest. Shabbos, Shabbosin, yihyeh Oretz, Shabbos laHashem. The land should have a complete rest as a Shabbos to God. On the words Shabbos laHashem, a Sabbath to God, the Teraskayanim learns those words to mean, just like it says by the Shabbos of creation that one should rest on the seventh day as a resting day for God. So too. One should rest the seventh year as a resting year for God. On the same words of Shabbos Hashem, a resting year for God. Rashi explains those words to mean Leshem Hashem, for the sake of God, and adds Shenemar B'Shabbes like it says regarding Shabbos Breishes. At first glance. It seems that Rashi and Teraskayanim are learning from the words Shabbos Hashem a similar idea. That one should rest in the seventh year in the same way that one rests on the seventh day of creation, Shabbos. On this the Rebbe asks, why did Rashi add the words L'Sham Hashem for the sake of God while Teraskayanim did not? As well as why did Rashi abbreviate the comparison to the Shabbos of creation while Teras elaborated its details. The Rebbe explains that there is a foundational difference between Rashi and Teras Rashi is here to explain the meaning pertaining to comprehending the literal verse, while Teras is expounding the verse to learn a particular law. To understand why Rashi added the words l'shem Hashem, the Rebbe asks, why did Rashi include in his header the words Shabbos laHashem? If Rashi is only teaching us that laHashem in the verse means for the sake of God, then Rashi should have only captioned the words laHashem. Why did Rashi add the word Shabbos? Therefore, the Rebbe says that Rashi was truly bothered as to why did the Torah write Shabbos in this verse. The verse should have said, V'shavsa haaretz LaHashem. What's the verse teaching us with the word Shabbos? Therefore, Rashi is here to not only explain the word LaHashem, but also the word Shabbos in this verse. And since the word Shabbos over here is redundant, we must learn something specific from this seemingly extra words. Teras explains the meaning of Shabbos La Hashem in verse 2 to mean for God. And in verse 4, since the Torah repeats those words again, Teras learns a specific extra law that the Torah is alluding to. Rashi, on the other hand, is explaining the literal meaning of verse 2 and the word Shabbos in that verse. In general there is an elemental difference between the rest day of Shabbos versus the rest year of the land in the seventh year. On Shabbos, the day of rest, is centered upon the person. In the seventh year, the rest is centered upon the land. A key difference would be that in order for land to truly rest, it would need to start its sabbatical towards the end of the sixth year. One would have to stop working the field at the end of year six in order for the land not to have to produce and work in the seventh year. Whereas if the focus is on the individual, then one would not need to add anything to the time of rest. Tehras is teaching us a unique law based on the seemingly redundant words of Shabbos LaHashem the second time, that while land may seem to need a few months' rest prior to year 7, nevertheless, since we compare the land rest to the day rest of Shabbos, one would not have to add any months to the Shemitah year, year 7. According to this, Teras learns Shabbos LaHashem to mean just like rest on Shabbos begins at the onset of Shabbos and not prior to the day of Shabbos, so too the rest of the seventh year only begins at the start of the seventh year and not prior. The Rebbe then continues and explains Rashi's explanation to the words Shabbos Hashem. Rashi adds the words L'shem Hashem for the sake of God and only explains its comparison to Shabbos bracious briefly. The Rebbe explains that Rashi is here to teach us something specific about resting on Shabbos pertaining to Shabbos Breshis, the first Shabbos of creation. There are times where the word Shabbos, the day of rest, can include holidays as well. A day of rest from work, but not specific to the first Shabbos of creation. For example, in the Torah, The Ten Commandments are written twice, and the reason for the day of rest is different in each set. The first time the Ten Commandments are written, it says, rest on Shabbos as a remembrance to God resting on the seventh day of creation. The second time the Tater writes the Ten Commandments, it says, rest on Shabbos as a remembrance to the exodus from Egypt. You were a slave and God took you out and commanded you to rest on the seventh day. Rashi explains Shabbos la Hashem to mean a rest in remembrance to the rest day of creation similar to how God rested. And what is uniquely special about remembering the rest day like God rested, to this the Rebbe explains a halachic difference. If we say that the seventh year is a general year of rest, one may assume that perhaps one does not have to rest on the actual day of Shabbos during that year, since the whole year is already resting. To this, Rashi learns the year rests on the seventh year to be similar to the rest day of Shabbos during the first week of creation. Just like God rested on the seventh day, so should we rest the whole year, the seventh year. Shabbos pertaining to the seventh day of creation, which is at all times, even in a year where the land is resting. The Rebbe concludes this talk by explaining a specific advantage in the holiness of Shabbos and an advantage in the holiness of the seventh year of rest. On the rest day of Shabbos, the theme is not only to stop work, but also to imbue holy actions into the day of rest. The purpose of Shabbos is to stop working in order to draw a person into a more spiritual reality, disengaging the world and engaging spirituality. Shabbos la Hashem, a day of rest for God, towards God, a godlike day. The message of the rest of the Shemitah year is that one should bring the godly reality of Shabbos into the land and into your life that is landlike, engaging in a godly reality and bringing that reality into all your days of your life and into all your daily journeys.